morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Chedline. Father God, this morning, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we want to thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. And God, I want to pray a lot of people think they have peace. And a lot of people think, excuse me, that they're in peace. Father God, they don't have peace. And they're not in peace. And they're being deceived. Operating under some kind of delusion of peace. But I know this, God. Jesus, all through the word, all through your word, you say peace. Even upon your resurrection, when your own disciples did not believe that you had been resurrected, they did not believe the report of Mary. But nevertheless, When you manifested yourself miraculously in the midst of where they were, not opening a door and coming in, but just manifesting yourself, the first word out of your mouth, and you you say it all the time, is peace. So my prayer this morning is that you will help your saints your men and women of God, know peace. Because God, it's hard to know you without peace. You are our peace. So I pray in the name of Jesus. I say ease is still peace. They can't enter into your ease if they don't have your peace. Simple. And there's a form of witchcraft operating in your church. Their whole objective is to bring people into chaos and confusion. They want people to adopt chaos and confusion. So they carry it. They walk in it. Everywhere they go, they curse with chaos and confusion. So I break the power of that spirit this morning. And I pray. I pray that your people will seek peace and pursue it and attain it. In Jesus' name, I thank you this morning. Brothers and sisters, I, I don't have a typed up message, so that means that I'm just going to talk to you, and I'm going to pray this morning. <clears throat> we have a we have a couple of um. I'm working on some things here. Deliverance situations that um, even although Jesus is just using me as a facilitator. 
I got to, I, I had to study. Lord God, rebuke it this morning, Satan. I had to learn the manifestation of how the how the Satan Satan operates and keeps confusion going. I'm seeing I'm seeing how he works in that. I'm seeing how he deliberately comes in and sets an atmosphere of failure in the lives of people. How he sets an atmosphere of entrapment and captivity in the lives of people. How he how he twists. That's why we that's why I did the teaching yesterday to let you know you shouldn't have all these mental problems. You shouldn't have all these mental disorders. You shouldn't have all these unbelieving so-called believers running around here. You shouldn't have all these witches in the church. It's absolutely appalling, disgusting, makes you want to vomit. And you got these people running around here thinking they're being persecuted for Jesus' sake. That's a lie. They're being persecuted because they don't want to live holy. They're being persecuted because you got some people that think sin is acceptable. And you got some people that don't even know sin has consequences. Dumbest thing I've ever seen before in my life. And then don't forget, Satan's going to always dig up some people from somewhere to bring them in your presence so that he can allow their spirits to commingle with your spirit in hopes that you won't be able to see right, in hopes that you won't be able to comprehend him, in hopes that he won't be able to comprehend that you and I won't be able to comprehend his doing. And guess what? It's working. It's working. I got a person right now, right now, and they're the way they are today, an alcoholic, because of the fact that when he was a little boy and he was hyper, he was really just very intelligent, you know, gifted. And they gave him, they put him on Ritalin. As a result, they put him on Ritalin, four years old. And I told him, I said, you know, the, the, the problem you have, is that at the root of it is the Ritalin. So yesterday, he tells his wife, well, I don't think Erica know what you're talking about. I don't think my problem is the Ritalin. So I told him, I said, you go, you go research Ritalin and see. Do some research. Stop being lazy. Brothers and sisters, a lot of things. I told you, 
a while back. Satan, Lucifer. See, some stuff is Luciferian. Some stuff is satanic. Some stuff is evil human spirit. Bible say in Psalm 51, sins, iniquities, and transgressions. And some stuff you sin against your own body, you sin against yourself. But they all have consequences. And I've been meaning to write that little booklet. Step, I'm getting behind, but I'm going to catch up. Always, I'm always able to write a lot during the holidays. Well, used to be anyway. We'll see what's happening. About a covering. When Adam and Eve sinned, the Lord had to kill animals to take their skin to cover that sin. And you got some people today to God think they can live above sin. You can. But not, I mean, sin is so, you can't even define sin, really. It's so far, far reaching. When it's so easy to just repent of your sin every day, how long does it take you to do it? And you know, um, I got some headliners here. <clears throat> it's really a miracle. They're here from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And they drove. And this lady drove her whole family here. I knew she was going to have a hard time because she's never done anything like this before. She's never... They rented a van, and they drove from Pittsburgh. The devil hit them in West Virginia. I knew that was going to be hard because I, look, I've probably been on about every highway in this U.S. of A. when I was um, itinerant evangelist, just going where God sent me to bring deliverance. So around West Virginia, that West Virginia turnpike is bad. She almost had an accident because what this lady did is she worked all day. She worked on Friday and tried to leave um, after work. Have some other drivers. I don't know if she does. I don't think. I think everybody, almost all the people that told her they were coming with her. When it was time to go, they said, I'm not going. That's typical too. See, you got the you got the goats and you got the what sheep on one side, the goats on the other. So she handed out the same person whose husband we prayed back to life on the deadline. 
whose son, remember her son died that time? He had a car wreck, and they said he was unresponsive. And he was prayed back to life in the ER. So now she she made up her mind. My whole family got to be delivered. Praying for them all the way. In between fighting the devil here. You know, the, the only time you really have to fight the devil is when you're dealing with an unbeliever. There is no fight with the devil with a believer. The only time you have to fight the devil is with an unbeliever. I don't care how much they lying. I don't care how much they tell you this. This this is what this the new uh trend. This is what they told me yesterday. Sister Erica, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I said, okay. I love Jesus. I said, now you're lying. Now I know the truth. You don't. You're trying to work it up. You don't have to tell anybody you love Jesus. Let Jesus show through you. The whole world will know. So I said to them, I said, well, if you love Jesus so much, why won't you, Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? If you love Jesus so much, why aren't you doing what he said? I love him, I love, I said, look. I said, number one, your tears don't move me. Shut up, crying. And they don't move God either. I said, what moves God is your faith. I like to say the currency of heaven is your faith and your prayer life. I say, so if you love God so much, why are you sitting here because you sinned against him? Explain that to me. Because people who really love God try to do all they can not to sin against him. I said, it would be one thing if you didn't know any any better. But you know better. I said, why? If you love him so much, won't you allow him by his own Holy Spirit to lead you? If you love him so much. But I love him. Finally, I just got tired of it. And I said, shut up, lion. Why you call me a liar? I said, because you lying. Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? I said, I don't have no heaven. I don't have no hell to put you into. I said, you lying. You sitting here lying because you trying to convince yourself to convince me to lay my life down on the line with you in the middle of a lie. It ain't going to happen. It ain't, I tell you right now, it ain't going to happen. I'm not coming into agreement with you on nothing. Right here for a minute. Maria, good morning. I prayed for you yesterday and last night. How are you? Are you are you in the hospital? 
your surgery okay? Did your surgery go okay? You see, brothers and sisters, while some people run around here praying and playing, there are some men and women of God that need real help. And it's a waste of time. It is a waste of time. It's a waste of God's anointing. I hate to say it. Dealing with the ding-dongs. While other people who really need and really, really, really thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So now, Maria, you need to heal her. You need to heal her. Father God, this morning, we come before you, and I thank you that you always answer our prayers. I thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, for Maria's successful surgery, and now, Father, she needs to know you as the healer. The doctors did what they do, and thank you for leading and guiding their hands. Thank you for a manifestation of your angels that was in that surgery suite. But now, Lord God, she needs a manifestation of you as Jesus the healer. Lord God, send your light into her hospital room and heal her. I bind and rebuke pain <clears throat> and I ask you for healing, comfort, joy. Lord God, I thank you for it. Again. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But listen, serious. I posted in the chat room this morning, in the name of Jesus, I bind and then destroy the acts, works, deeds, and intentions of Lucifer. In the name of Jesus, I destroy the Luciferian agenda, binding his evil human spirit. In the name of Jesus, I destroy all mind-binding spirits. Demonic mind control acts, words, deeds this morning. I also posted in the chat room, signs naturally follow those who believe in Jesus' name. You have the mind of Christ. And those of you that text me and said I'm in agreement with you, 
God's going to hold you responsible. That's, that's what I'm getting to. <clears throat> He's going to hold you responsible. Because I am in agreement with every word in the word of God. <clears throat> Satan, the Lord rebuke you. So anyway, the family had made a reservation at one hotel. And believe it or not, brothers and sisters, Brother Joe went over there and paid for the motel. And when they got here at 2 this morning, Hotel had bed bugs. I'm so glad they checked. That's why you have to be real careful here in Dalton, in Georgia, period, anywhere. So they went to another um, motel, which they like better anyway. And 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 because they travel with their pets, it's pet friendly. So this morning, I suppose we need to be doing a little bit more prayer for healing. So I'm just going to pray independently, kind of, for healing. I put in that chat room, I said, signs naturally follow those who believe in Jesus' name. So maybe... Think about this. If you don't believe in Jesus' name, because I'm going to pray for some healing this morning. Thank you, Lord. Sign off. Hang up in the blog talk. If you don't believe in Jesus' name, get off the line this morning. Because, see, you're a hindrance. When you come on the line with with believers, Satan uses you. It's just like I tell people who come here. When you come here, you bring in your demons with you. That's why I tell them, don't don't walk up in here like you're doing me a favor. You ain't doing me nothing. You're a headache for me. Because now I got to deal with my own demons, Brother Joe demons, Jose demons, and we got to deal with some demons that are fresh we ain't never seen before. And we don't know what's operating. So you ain't doing me no favor when you come here. And when you come here expecting me to convince you of something, you're really crazy. But you do know. But how many of you know? (laughs) Type yes or no in the chat room. How many of you know that the intent of any devil, any demon, any evil human spirit is to make you crazy? How many of you really know that? Let me see, yes or no. How how many of you know that any time you come in contact with a person that is demonically oppressed or demonically influenced, that part of their agenda in coming around a believer is to make them crazy? How many of you really know that? Or make them appear to be crazy? Or to transfer their craziness upon you. 
I'm glad. I'm really glad to see all these yeses. Because that's the truth. They have an agenda. They're not just coming around you. Uh, they, they, they might 100% want to be free. But there's a demon in them that wants to bring you into captivity. How many of you really know that when a demon can bring you under subjection, it then has the ability to counterfeit the anointing that is on your life for real? Do you know that? That's why I also posted in this chat room that you must have a biblical understanding of how this heavenly realm, or you, you know what people say, oh, they, they know too much about, let me tell you something about spirit. You better know, because that's who's coming against you, manifesting it in the natural through whomever or however or whatever. I'm getting prepared for, for uh, uh, this year, 5781. I'm going to teach it like it's no tomorrow. Because for some people, there is no tomorrow. Because they were succumbed by the devil and Lucifer today. And oh yeah, he loves for you to say Satan, demons. It's a Luciferian, Lucifer agenda is being implemented in the world today. He wants you to know him and not know him. So you then are fighting a lie. You can't win fighting a lie. Because Jesus is the truth. And he has so many subtleties. That's why I'm going to bust them this year. I'm going to bust them. If I leave out of here this year, I'm going to leave out busting up the devil, busting up Lucifer's agenda. It, And I'm telling you, I, I keep hearing it resonating in my ear. I love Jesus. And I said, and I keep hearing my response. If you love them so much, the scriptures say, why call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? If you love him so much, why don't you demonstrate it by doing what he say? It's time to turn in all that stuff from the devil. And you know what else? What else I ran into? See, I used to deal with a lot of um, street people when I was younger out there. In the, you know, I used to deal with lots of. Well, my background is beer and whiskey. I was an executive in both whiskey industry and the beer industry. And I, I thank God I was I was with the top. 
to learn current excellence. I'm with the top now, and I excel in excellence. In order for you to be at the top of whatever it is you want to be at the top of, whatever, you must excel in excellence. Thank you, Nadia. Jessica, that's Luke chapter 6, verse 46. If you love God so much, prove it to him. How you do that? Live according to his word. Live according to his word. That's all you got to do. <clears throat> and get rid of. <clears throat> Go. Go. Nighttime um, encounters. But I've been up. I've been up. I was. I got up a little late this morning. I got up at four thirty. Easier, more blessed to do what God says than it is for you to confess your love to him out your mouth. Well, what you mean? You see, this is what I've learned. I'm just going by my experience now. Which kind of, you know, it lines up with the word of God. It says in the scripture, text, the Holy Ghost has given it to me. You know that scripture that says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Can somebody find that for me? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in that sight. Let the words of my mouth. Thank you, God. I, I was wondering when you were going to give me something. That sounds simple, doesn't it? Psalm 1914, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. You see, we live in this world here, and some people are all lip service and a straight lip service ain't nothing behind it no substance and yet and still they think that they're okay with God just like that just okay without any substance you see Jesus' name is not uh, a ritual it's not a some people think it's a magic word, but the devil is a liar. 
It's not. The words that come out of your mouth, look look what Jesus said. He said, he said, I'm trying to, uh, I'm going somewhere. Oops, I really am. But I was telling you, telling you that may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Jennifer R. Psalm 1914. Look at Ephesians 5 and 9. Look at Ephesians 5 and 9. 5 and 9. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness. And what's the last word? Truth. I had a person stand in my face. And, and and I think the thing that irritated me so bad and this, this person is of this generation of what's his name? Bill Clinton. This person's going to talk to me in some kind of stupid politically correct way and, and and I and I just watched it. it. It was twisting, just like a serpent, just like a serpent. And I said, "Oh God, not again!" I just got rid of that kind of crap. Not again. And I watched the serpent come out the person's mouth, twist the word to the left. Twist the word to the right. Slither up. Just like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen one of them whip snakes, them sidewinder snakes. They don't go straight. They go side to side, but they get to where they're going. And I'm looking at this spirit <clears throat> coming out this person's mouth, and I'm saying, God, does the devil really think I'm going to fall for that? I'm curious. I'm looking at them. And you know what was happening? The devil was trying to make me angry <clears throat> because I detest that kind of stuff. Guess what? I overcame it. I won. I didn't get angry. The Lord said, just say what you got to say. And that's it. Because if the devil cannot evoke any kind of emotion in you, the devil can't, can't, can't transfer nothing. You do know that, right? That's why you got these people in these churches who are preaching a doctrine of <coughs> chaos and confusion. And then the devil, when I figured out what the devil was doing, it laughed in my face. 
The devil laughed. <laughs> so that was supposed to really, you know, throw me off into a... Uh, but you know what? When I heard the devil laugh, then I smiled. And I said, you know what, God? I have overcome this. I have overcome this. So when the devil laughed, this is what I said to the devil. I said, there's nothing funny here. The spirit said, I'm sorry. I said, no, you're not. No, you're not. But that's okay, too. Because this is my final word on this, and I'm through with it. You've got to live a life. This is life lessons. Put this down. This is Erica life lessons. Please, five or six people in the chat room. You got to. When Jesus said, I often wondered, why did Jesus say, I got to be like a tree planted by the rivers? I was always thinking that, you know, steadfast, absolute, in, in the calling. No. You got to be like a tree planted by the rivers that will not bend. Remember I told you this week about uncompromisingly single? When you're single-minded, when you are single-minded, you let the world and the devil call it whatever they want to. Because the devil is studying us to learn how to defeat us. You do understand that, right? And when he sends somebody in around you, that is so that they can unloose familiar spirits, report back to the demonic realm, hey, I found something new. We can get that tree to bend. We can get that tree. We can put some heavy uh, snow and ice on the branches. And the limb will break. Or we can send a hurricane force wind through there. And we can uproot that tree. <clears throat> nope. It can't happen. Not when you comprehend. You comprehend who's talking to you. See, Eve could not comprehend Satan because Satan, she didn't even know Satan, Lucifer, and Satan existed. So Eve thought it was her own thoughts. Eve, Eve thought she knew that the serpent was talking to her, but she could not comprehend at the same time the serpent was talking to her. It was planting thoughts. It was it was working its own agenda. Excuse me, I have to get a paper towel because God is about to deliver me that did not work yesterday. Hold on, I got to get this out. You might want to ask him to get out of you right now. The tricks of the devil that was sent yesterday that didn't work. It didn't work. 
See, that's how God elevates you. You have to overcome something. So when the devil laughed in my face, and I said, there's nothing funny here. I had a lot of ways I could have gone at that time. <clears throat> but you know what I did? I said, okay, God, I see the devil. I see his attempt to bring me into agreement. Because the devil going to always keep on talking to you. He gonna always, he's not going to shut up. Because his objective is to bring you into agreement with him. One agreement, and he got you. So, I just listened. And I watched the serpent activity. And then when God said, you've seen enough, cut it off. And you know where I cut it off at? In an uncompromising way. This is the way it's going to be. Period. I don't believe that the person that the, that, the, that Lucifer was using was fully aware because they 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 confess in salvation. They confess in salvation, but they haven't gotten rid of all their old scheming demon stuff they had to use to survive when they was under Satan's domain. It's still there. And so they come here and they want to be delivered, but I'm not going to move till God moves. Because you see, God knew that was still in their nature. God knew, God knows what's in a person's character. God knows what demons are hidden in a person's mind, will, emotions, intellect, or personality. Because all those soulish areas are are what? Ingrained in a person, in in their personality, in their nature, in their character. And God knows what it's going to take to bring them deliverance. So a lot of times God will just let you just stand there and watch the devil. And watch the devil as the devil thinks that he, and he is watching you and trying to devise a scheme that's going to work in the devil's favor against you. And God is allowing you to watch the devil try to trump up and uh, come up slithering, twisted, crooked, not straight, not straight. And then, this is the thing that's amazing me the most. It is just amazing me. Yeah, devil, I know you're listening. It is amazing me the most. And I, and I don't know, maybe you might want to tell me how you feel about this. The, the evil human spirit that the devil is working in knows you have the spirit of God in you. 
oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost just answered that for me. But this is what I'm going to say. They know you have the Holy Ghost in you. They know you have Christ in you. But still, they're going to come at you with some elementary school, pre-K, demonic junk. And then because you just look at them and don't say nothing, see, if Eve would have just kept her mouth shut and not answered Satan, Lucifer, whoever it was, if she would not have come into agreement with him, she'd have been all right. But she heard him, and she assumed, like some people think everything on the internet is real, and I ain't. It's just somebody else's opinion. It's just somebody else's ideology. It's just what somebody else believes something to be. That's all it is. And that's why you have the spirit of truth in you. In you. So when the demons be in your face, when the demons be coming up in front of you to trick you, they're trying to trick God. They're trying to trick God. They're trying to trick God. They're trying to find an inroad to destroy something, some kind of way that belongs to God. You see, in John chapter 16, verse 13, John, well, John 16:13, it says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but, but whatsoever he shall what? Hear. Hear. That shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He is a perverter. You see this word right here? Here. It's trying to get into the ear gate so it can flow into the mind gate so that it can then create its own whatever it is it is trying to do. Forget the familiar spirits right now. I'm talking about people actually trying to interject themselves into a into a person's mind. I'm talking about mind control. I'm talking about mind binding spirits. Forget a familiar spirit. That'll come later. Not only will a familiar spirit come, but if you let them in your mind, every spirit in them will come. And then you will become under subjection to them. And that is how they begin to do it. And pretty soon, pretty soon, they become your God. 
Daniel idol, pagan idol. And that is their objective. Because they want you to hear it. So you can enter into the ear gate. Where I said yesterday, the blood of Jesus specifically flows to cover your mind. It flows over your head to cover your mind. I was looking at some things. And I asked God how they do it. And he said, do you really want to know? I said, no, not if I got to experience some bad stuff. I don't really want to know. But I need to know. Can you just teach me from an educational standpoint? He said, okay, I can do that. So I'm learning now how to communicate with God better. Remember how some people, they don't do it so much. Well, they think, well, you know what? COVID used to try to get right up in your ear and whisper stuff in your ear. It was demonic then. It's demonic now. And, oh, here's the big one. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a secret. When they come to you with that stuff, you need to tell them, look, I can't keep no secret. Number one, you telling me it's already out there. When, as you telling me, you putting it in the airway, and God is hearing it. And so is the devil. So, no, I can't keep no secrets. So you might not, I might not be the one you want to tell your secret to. If you want, if you want to expose your secret, then you need to get with God and do that. Even when I minister, I tell people, look, take a minute. You and God deal with this. And I'll wait till you finish. You don't have to say it out loud. God already knows. And I'm not interested in your business. Not in the least little bit. It's a trick. It's another trick to keep you in captivity. Well, don't nobody know about this but you and me. So I can't talk to nobody else. But you're a lie. You can talk to God. And he can bring you resolution. He can bring you an end. He can stop it, start it, revive it, whatever. Stop letting Satan use you so much. Use what you got to do what? In Ephesians, say stand. Still stand. And I love to make the devil tell the truth. I do. The devil came in my ministry. And I'm over here and the devil telling me, well, the people know me better than they know you because I'm over here in the healing home with them. I'm saying, so what? And that demon was working. 
working. Working. They always work. Demons, evil spirits, fallen angels, witches, wizards, sorcerers, are always at work. Well, Erica, what are they at work doing? I'm glad you thought that. Stealing, killing, and destroying. And now I'm going to add some more things to it. They're takers. They're takers. They take, 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 take. They don't never want to give nothing. Give of themselves. Give of their resources. The greatest resource you have is yourself. Sometimes all somebody wants is a lender ear. You don't even have to give them no advice. Because if you sit there and you got the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's going to work it out and give them the answer. You're going to have to move yourself out the way. I keep for two for two weeks now. I've been hearing what John the Baptist said. He said, "I must decrease that Jesus might increase. I must decrease. You see." It's a marvelous thing. I got a plumber here. He just finished putting in a, um, he almost finished, he ain't quite, a new bathtub and a shower. Sometimes I walk by him just to see what's in it. Every time I walk by him, I just see the glory of God. So I asked him. I asked him about his relationship with God. And you know what I found out? He's a Methodist preacher. left the Methodist church when they adopted the gay marriage. And so now all he got is a little home congregation. But when he was recommended to me by another chairman, they said he's fair. He's going to do a good job, but you're going to have to pay for it. He's not the cheapest. I said, well, you know, God God will handle that for me. And I have to depend on God. You know why? I pick the worst people 
And the reason I do that is I know that when God saved me, I used to tell people as I gave my testimony, they used to have those old metal garbage cans. And the crud at the bottom of the garbage can would be moldy and ugly and, you know, they didn't have garbage bags and stuff. And I used to tell people, when God saved me, I was the crud, I was the garbage on the bottom of that metal garbage can. They would dump all the garbage out, but some that crud would just sit there. I was the filth on the bottom of that garbage can. But that caused me to believe in this philosophy right here. God loved me so much that he came and cleaned out the crud from the bottom of that garbage can. God could save me, clean me up, turn me around, teach me about himself, and teach me how a God they love really works unconditional. Then I have a responsibility not to judge but to go that extra mile for the people just like me. Only difference is nowadays, they all want you to think they Mother Teresa or somebody. They all want you to think they Jesus manifest in the flesh, come here as sinlessly. But that is not the truth. If you could get them to see themselves as they really are, they can be saved. If you could get them to see that you don't have no message for the world, your message for the world is that Jesus saved me, that Jesus delivered me. And what he did for me, he'll do for you. But they lie to people. Oh, come to Jesus. You got these gifts. You're going to be a superhero. Liar. You're going to be a super servant. John the Baptist said it better than anybody. I must decrease. He must increase. You got to decrease in order that Christ in you can increase. It does not come any other way. So Consume. Because the devil done beat you down so bad. You must decrease that he might increase. And then you ain't got to be worried about what the the man or the woman of God see in you when you come in their presence and and 
the devil won't be able to make such a big fool out of you. You're sitting there lying to God and God looking right at you. I mean, it's amazing. It is amazing. And so, even when I was talking about it a minute ago, the Holy Spirit said, they don't know me. How can they respect me when they don't know me? How can they love me when they don't know me? You got to start telling people the truth. You got to start introducing them to Jesus for real. The real Jesus. Savior. Redeemer. Of an untoward generation. A generation that has been taught. Put your faith in man. Put your faith in yourself and be shipwrecked. (laughs) Be destroyed. Be fruitless. I wrote that little note to myself a couple weeks ago. I shared it with just a couple people. How many of you right now got a dollar bill? If you got a dollar bill, I want you to pull it out. Do I have one? Let's see. Yeah, I got one. Oops, I, I, I think this going to help you. Yeah, get your dollar bill, open it up, this is the life lesson, you got that dollar bill, turn of George Washington, I don't know what denomination you got, but somebody has got their face on one side, turn to the back, now this is your money here. This is your thing that you trade for goods and services. This is what some people have traded they soul for. Their whole soul, they've traded it for this. On your dollar bill in America, it says, in God we trust. If your money If your currency, trust in God. Your money, trust in God. What's the matter with you? Your money, trust in God. And you don't trust God. To me, that makes you call it whatever you want to. But if your money knows In order for it to work, it has to trust in God. And you have your money, at least a little bit of it, in your pocket all the time. This is just a $1 bill. This $1 bill knows it's got to trust in God in order to be effective. What about you? If your money has to trust in God, 
in order to be effective. I gotta tell you something. Your money trusts God. Your money trusts God. What about you? I say, your money trusts God. What about you? I know. You'll get it next week. (laughs) If you get it, put it in this chat room. I got it. I got it. I don't know why God has me doing this. Text me and let me know you're in agreement with me and you got this. You got to get this. In God we trust. Your money trusts in God. What about you? You carry it in your pocket. The trust in God cannot buy you the kingdom of God. <clears throat> you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Say, Jesus, I got this. Jesus. I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you one more thing. Don't get mad with me. I didn't print this money. (laughs) I got to have it just like you do. If your money trusts in God, Don't you think God wants you to have more trust in him and more of it, too? That's all I got to say. He just wants it under subjection to him, like this dollar is. Under subjection to him in your hand. He ain't got no problem giving you more. He ain't got no problem with you having sex and sex of it. Why? Because it says in God we trust. He wants your trust multiplied before he's going to multiply your money. That's all I got to say this morning. I love you, Jesus. I love your word. Can you just offer some words of worship out there? Come on, everybody, just raise your worship. Come on. Come on, jump a little bit louder. Raise your worship. The feeling I have down inside It's hard to contain it So I'll simply say Jesus
ground. But can y'all try to catch it and sing along with us? Come on, help me take millions here.
Come on, let's go to church. 